Hey, this is the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. This is the reaction episode of the Wisconsin game. Now, uh, before we get into it, uh, let's do some housekeeping. YouTube page, Michigan Maniac Podcast. I want to start putting a lot of, or recording the reaction episodes and putting them on there. Uh, depending if we win or lose, uh, de depends on if I want to put any clips up there of me watching this thing. Uh, I realized today that that was just pure misery, and I don't think anybody needs to watch me uh, not say a word for an hour. So, uh, if we win, yeah, you get some clips. If we lose, uh, no one needs to see that kind of bull crap. Uh, anyways, also go to the uh, Michigan Maniac fan page, both on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, things are starting to pick up there. Uh, you can also contact me there. Guys, also, uh, voicemails. Uh, please send your voicemails. Uh, whatever um, platform you do listen to this on, go to the notes page. There is a link, and that will lead, that will lead you to the voicemail portion. Uh, now let's get on with this. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Shea Patterson came out this week and tried to sound as confident as someone with um, uh, a mental disability that he has. Uh, I would assume. Now listen, when I when I make fun of people like this, or I may say hey, or I may say he's stupid, or whatever, I'm not saying this as a person. He is probably a great kid. Probably a great kid. Um, he's a Wolverine, so we must love him just like you must love family. And also, I am only criticizing his performance. Performance in every way possible. Even the way he talks, his verbal performance makes me think he has something wrong with him in his cabeza. That's right. For all you bilingual users or listeners out there, you know the cabeza means head. Yes, that guy, I don't know, has a brain in his head only because his mental performance leads me to believe that he's stupid. Okay, he came out and said, yeah, we're going to make a statement. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to make a statement. We're going to look good. You know what that statement was? We suck. That's the statement. That's the statement that uh, apparently that they couldn't, they couldn't wait to do today. They couldn't wait to get out there and take a big, fat, steaming piece of shit and just smear it all over the ground. That's great. They looked awful. Now... It didn't start off that way, right? Um, they they had a great first drive until uh, Harbaugh made a declaration to everybody in the stadium by saying, I don't trust any of my running backs because my starting running back is a hurt, and we didn't disclose that. But the rest of you uh, idiots, uh, I'm t meaning your performance, uh, these running backs perform as if they uh, have effectively shoved their own heads up each other's asses and they are uh, one human caterpillar of disgrace and shame. Uh, he pronounced to everyone, if it wasn't obvious to you, then maybe you have your head in their butt and your performance is dictating that. Uh, because if you put Ben Mason who has been on the defense since the beginning of the season, since fall camp, since spring camp. He has been a defensive tackle. He has not touched a football. And I would want to say seven months. 
and in a way of carrying it, defending it, holding on to it. And then you throw Ben Mason in there uh, to try and score a touchdown. And what happens? Once again, I will uh, save you the suspense. We fumble the ball. Yeah, that's right. That makes three games, three opening drives, three fumbles. That's right, gentlemen. That's what we did today. And you could almost hear the the deflation of our defense as they watched this nonsense happen. Because it wasn't like it wasn't like that we drove and ate up a bunch of time and then fumbled it on the four. No. We did something even worse for our poor defense. We looked like we could handle ourselves and we got real close to scoring real fast. And then we fumbled the ball. So our defense not only got zero rest, they also had to go back out there and they had to face probably the one of the five best players in college football right now and Jonathan Taylor. I would say five best. And I would assume that the other four quarterbacks. He's going to be in the Heisman conversation. If not, uh, it's pure robbery because he is – one of the best running backs I have seen. Uh, the way he hits the edge, his speed, his vision. <laughs> the kid is so much better than last year. Uh, he's definitely a Heisman hopeful. He's not going to win. I mean, let's face it. Jalen Hurts uh, almost rushes for 150 yards per game, and he's a quarterback. So, yeah, Jalen Hurts is probably going to win it. Maybe Tua is going to be up there because Tua once again threw 900 uh, uh, touchdowns today and probably in the first half. Um, but it's going to be those two and then Jonathan Taylor. But that doesn't take away from how dynamic Jonathan Taylor really is. Um, and then Jack Cohn actually much better than last year. And oh, let's face it, he was the better quarterback out on the field today. Because we decide to stay with Shea Fumbles, uh, John O'Corn 2.0 himself out there, and I don't I don't want to blame um, Gaddis yet for the play calling because I don't think Fumbles can actually diagnose or read a defense uh, because, like I said, he suffers from a thing that we called. Uh, his head permanently placed in his ass. Now, I only say that because his performance leads me to believe that. Um, so, with that being said, how much longer do we have to deal with uh, this idiot? And I would say for at least another week until um, Dylan McCaffrey comes to because, once again, our offense, like in 2017, can't block a lick, even though they were all Big Ten offensive linemen last year. Uh, can't block. Can't figure it out. Don't know where. Don't know what's going on. It was such a complex system of blitzing. That's right. The simple defensive tackle looping around the nose guard, going through the hole where the fucking center and the guard leave because they don't know who to block. Yes, that complicated system. They did it to us all game long. Can't figure it out. Meanwhile, leaving poor Dylan McCaffrey to get blasted numerous times and finally, 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 uh, well, I, you know what? Here, finally, it took two ridiculous shots to 
knock Dylan McCaffrey into three weeks from now. Um, targeting, obviously, just, I mean, we were getting bad calls all throughout the day. The defense couldn't stop anybody. Couldn't. And for what reason? Uh, plain, pretty simple. One, deflated. They couldn't trust. It's like our offense hates our defense. Hates our defense, right? And is doing everything possible to hurt our defense and make them look bad. You know? Uh, our defense is young. Still not an excuse, but I'll also say we don't have a defensive tackle to save our life. Um, Carlo Kemp, he tries. He really gives it the old college try. But they murdered us in the middle today. Murdered us. Um, I don't know if Harbaugh understands anything about this or what he's trying to do or save red shirts or whatever, but I know we have two big mother effers in Chris Hinton and Mozzie Smith. And last time I checked, defensive tackle doesn't really need to understand the defense that much. He doesn't. I, I, I mean, he needs to know some things. But I'll be honest, when they're just running right up your fucking gut, just say, you know what, guys? Get in the middle, fall down, do whatever you got to do to clog up that middle so they can't just easily tiptoe through the tulips as if no one was there and just, you know, mosey on down the field like we're just letting them do it. But that's what they did today. Um, I just am so, I don't even know, man. I, I don't know. I am getting tired of caring more about the success of this team than the actual people on this team care. And I don't care what anybody says. You watch that team play today, none of them cared. They Now I know what that Army guy meant when he said he looked into the eyes of our offense and they knew that we couldn't beat them. Now we still beat them, but they have a look. And I'm telling you, it's Shea Patterson. I think if Dylan uh, lives, <laughs> you know, if he remembers who he is, uh, he could be a good quarterback because they actually started moving the ball on a consistent basis. Well, you know, I mean, two targeting penalties and, uh, <laughs> and a, you know, whatever got us down the field. But still, I think Dylan has the better chance at it. Um, I, I don't I, – I can't even imagine what this year is going to look like if we continue to keep Shea in there. I'd much rather have Joe Milton in there than ever let Shea do anything. I mean – what are we doing? Shea only looks for one person, one person to throw the ball to, and that's Ronnie Bell. And if Ronnie Bell isn't there or open, he's going to try and jam it in between two defenders to get it to Ronnie Bell. Um, also, what are what you know when you started throwing to Nico Collins or towards him at least, he started catching the ball. He started making plays to get to the ball. Why are we not using? Our, our wide receivers instead of just Ronnie Bell. Well, that tells me one thing is that Shea Patterson is only comfortable throwing the ball to Ronnie Bell. He's freaking out. He can't read a defense because I can almost guarantee you not every pass play, Gaddis is like, give it to Ronnie Bell. I guarantee you that Shea does not trust himself. He cannot pass the ball. He knows he's a fraud. Um, because he can't read a defense. 
He just can't. Because I, I, I have a really... Now, I don't get the, the game tape because I would be a psychopath if I did. But still, I can guarantee you that those wide receivers... It's one of two things. Either Shea can't read a defense or those wide receivers aren't getting open. And I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if I believe that three, three wide receivers, three talented wide receivers cannot get open, can't get open, refuse to get open. I don't believe it. I believe more that Shea Patterson doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And it's showing more and more and more. And for all of you who blindly support this ninny, um, shame on you. All right? He's awful. He's awful. And Harbaugh, everybody, this is another one that I, I'm getting so sick of hearing because it's like people have amnesia like they didn't realize 2017 happened. But when they say, oh, no, Harbaugh plays, the guys, the, t- the guys, hey, if, if they're starting, yeah, they're the best option we have. <clears throat> wrong. 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 Effing wrong. Because in 2017, as we learned, he was still holding on to John O'Corn, thinking that John O'Corn could do something and not getting Brandon Peters ready. And by the time he got Brandon Peters ready, the season was already kind of just a blech. So this is he's doing the same thing. He's doing the same thing again. Harbaugh has not learned. I don't know what he's doing. He had, I said when Harbaugh got here, oh, I said, give him five years. By five years, he'll have this thing running like a fine-oiled machine. And he, we look like a bunch of uh, buffoons out there. We look like a bunch of idiots just running around doing nothing. I mean, what did I say about the, the, the keys of the game, what we couldn't do? Shea Patterson, no fumbles. Well, he threw an interception. Okay. Um. Oh, no fumbles on uh, first drive. Fumble. I think we had four turnovers in the game. So, keys of that game, boom. Okay, no wonder we lost. Uh, running backs blocking. Well, apparently Herbaugh doesn't believe in anybody because he had Ben Mason out there. So, the blocking, bleh, it was all right. It was a little bit better. Nothing as bad as what we saw against Army. But still, they weren't lighting up everything. Charbonnet was out. Uh, obviously, he was hurt. So, there was a misdirection, I guess you could say. Uh, either somebody lied to John Jensen or John Jensen lied. Either way, uh, we were deceived on that one. Um, let's see here. D tackles. No one wanted to step up there. They tried. They really tried, but we don't have anybody. That's where losing Brian Monet, uh, Aubrey Solomon, <laughs> I mean, right there hurts. It absolutely 100% hurts. We missed so many, uh, so many tackles today. We just missed. So we don't have anybody in the middle nobody uh our defensive tackles suck cohen cohen had a great day today jack cohen had a great day jonathan taylor had a phenomenal day two two uh keys to victory there we allowed them both to go off they had a much better day than uh we thought we could whatever uh irritated at this moment um also I just, there's nothing. I mean, we're just awful. We are really just awful offensively. The uh, uh, fumbles, I mean, turnovers, wideouts not catching the ball. Um, 
I, they like quit after the first series. It seemed like I don't even know what this. I don't get this game. I wish I could say that this is just like those games that Ohio State has, where um, they shit the bed every year and then they come back and just kick ass. That's what I'm hoping this is. I doubt it though. I doubt it. It's crazy how bad this team is. This offense is awful, and they're just hanging out the defense once again to just be out there over and over and over. At one point in time, the defense had been out there for 48 plays. You know how many we ran? 19 or 9 or something. It was some outrageously no low number. And are, are we wondering why they run it all over us? When those young kids are out there for that long, no wonder they had their way with us. No defense can be out there for 48 plays and a half. And I don't even think it was halftime yet. I don't even think it was middle of the second quarter yet when they hit 48 plays. 48. No defense is built to withstand that. Not when your offense is giving up three and out, three and out, three and out. Up to 19 fucking plays. Come on, man. Nobody's built to do that. So we hung out our defense once again. This is like, I know I keep saying this, but this is 2017 all over again. We're going to lose five games, more than likely. I mean, if there is a bright side to any of this debacle that we call a football game today, uh, is it's not a divisional game. So at least our hopes of a Big Ten title or at least playing in a Big Ten title game is still alive. It's still alive. I know Ohio State's beating people 79-0 to zero every fucking time they step on the field and Justin Fields scoring like eight touchdowns a game. I get it. I don't say it's likely that we're going to make it to the Big Ten title game this year, but at least, at least, there's still a chance. There's still a small, stinking chance that, that that could happen. Small. Very small. But that's the only bright spot out of all of this, right? That's the only bright spot is that it was a divisional game. Maybe this is also the slap in the face we need. Maybe Harbaugh wakes up and decides that Shea Patterson isn't the, the quarterback of the future. And that if... Dylan McCaffrey at least knows who he is by next week, that he should be the starter. I would just like to see, because listen, we can't do any worse. I, to think that Shea Patterson gives us the best chance to win, craziness. Uh, I think Dylan probably does, but let's see. Who cares if we lose? To, if we lose, well, listen, we'll beat Rutgers, hopefully. Maybe we can beat them like 17 to 12 or something. Maybe we can do that. Maybe we can eke out a victory against Rutgers. Can you believe we're, we are? I'm hoping to beat Rutgers? Hoping. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. That now is in question. Not because of our defense, but because of our freaking our offense. I'm hoping that we can beat Rutgers. Rutgers. So, yes, we won't have to worry about anything next. And that's the perfect time, right? Get Dylan in there against Rutgers. He could, if Dylan's okay, I hope to God he's okay. But if he's okay, you know, get him in there. Let's see what he can do. And please, just hand the, just hand 
Shea Patterson the walking papers. Tell him what position needs to be uh, filled in the uh, concession stand at the big house. And wish him a good luck. Wish him great, great, great luck out there on the links, you know, playing golf. Because apparently that's what he loves to do more than he loves to play football because it's quite obvious. He has regressed as a quarterback. He's regressed as a leader. He's regressed as everything. And this is uh, either his doing or Harbaugh. And the coaching is awful. I know I'm all over the place right now, but that's just what you got to deal with when I've I've probably had one of the worst days of my life. Just not in, in general, uh, football-wise, that's all right, but otherwise, been rough. So my head's not really in it right now, to be honest with you. So I am going to be jumping all over the place. But, um, yeah, awful. Harbaugh should be, should be raked over the coals for this. Um, in my opinion, I think after this year, we need to really think about moving on from Jim Harbaugh. I think he's our Jonathan Cooper. Uh, I think, great, man, he really got us back on the map. He got us back, uh, you know, being at least legit and respected to a certain amount. But we need to get rid of him. Because I, I don't think he wants to coach anymore. And it's starting to show. Because Shea Patterson, because the one thing you always say about Harbaugh was, is, you know what, give him time with your quarterback, and that quarterback will always get better. Jake Ruddock owes a debt of gratitude to that Jim Harbaugh, because Jim Harbaugh got him into the NFL. You know what I mean? Uh, Wilton Spate, I think he's already cut off of an NFL team, but he's in, or he at least made it to the dance for preseason. That's better than I could have ever done. You know, I mean, he's good. Andrew Luck, I mean, you could always say Harbaugh was a, a quarterback guy, a quarterback guru, you know. And look, Shea Patterson is awful. He's worse now than he was last year. And that's directly on him and Harbaugh. I, I, if we don't write the ship this season and we go eight and five, I say we move on from Harbaugh and we and we ask Joe we ask uh, the owner of the Dolphins Ross or any of the other big time uh, uh, donors or you know what boosters of Michigan to pony up and buy out Les Miles and get him out of Kansas and bring him home. He should have been the rightful head coach before Brady Hoke before Rich Rod. That was the guy that we needed. He might be still the guy we need. Um, I guarantee you our offense would be much more imaginative and much more effective. Uh, I think Harbaugh's done. I think he's. I think he's given up. I. I look at him and I don't see. I don't see any. I don't know what to think when I look at Harbaugh. I think Harbaugh wants to be retired, and I think Harbaugh loves living in Ann Arbor, and that's great. If you want to be a grandpa, dude. Be a grandpa or be a dad or be whatever the hell it is, but don't be the Michigan Wolverine head coach if you can't coach anymore. What are you doing? Where have you gone? Who? Where's the guy that would chase down fucking uh, Pete? Pete Carroll or drove the defensive, uh, drove the head coach of the Detroit Lions so crazy that he chased you down the field. Where's that Jim Harbaugh? Where'd he go? Because he's not coaching anymore. He's not teaching. He's not doing anything. 
He's not doing a damn thing other than looking befuddled on the fucking sideline. I don't know what's going on. It's like I'm in Bizarro World. It's like 2017 never ended. I'm just looking at a slower, dumber version, only performance-wise, of John O'Corn when I look at uh, when I look at fucking Shea Patterson. How about his face? His face. He looks. He looks puzzled all the time. He looks like he's not sure if he needs to shit or if he already shit. He doesn't understand. Like he doesn't get it. He's slow. I don't know why he's slow, but he's slow. I don't get why his performance is so slow, so miserably slow. Why? He was highly recruited. This kid was a talent. He actually did well last year. Not this year. I don't know where he went either. I don't know, man. All I know is is that our offense sucks. It sucks balls. Uh, Charbonnet's hurt. Obviously, no one's going to say it, but Charbonnet's hurt. Our offensive line uh, forgot how to block. I know this is all repeating stuff, but I think it needs to be. Re- I think it needs to be repeated, right? I mean, what? And if anybody, if anybody defends Shea Patterson, please, whatever you do, turn in, turn in your your colors and go find a new team. Actually, go to the concession stand and start selling sodas with fucking Shea Patterson because you guys are clueless. If you think he deserves to be out there, you're crazy. Also, we... Oh, my God. I don't even know what to say anymore. I was going to get out of here. Um, This is awful. This is... I, I hope. I'm hoping. Right? Dear college football Jesus, you have officially... Not listen to a prayer I asked for, but I want to give it another try. Please, Lord of college football, please, whatever you do, um, don't let don't let Shea Patterson ever near another football field again. And if Jim Harbaugh decides that he is done coaching, please let him leave now. I am tired of seeing these two people ruin my life. Uh, Yes, I know it is a football team, and I am somebody who does not play football, and I only get excited over football. I understand that, dear football God. I understand that, but yet I have tied my hopes and my dreams to this sinking ship we call the Michigan Wolverine uh, football team, uh, but I am going to ask you that miracles can happen. They absolutely can happen. We've seen Ohio State numerous times shit the bed and still come back and do something. And I am going to ask for that right now, dear Lord. Let us win games so embarrassingly awful. Let us just win by one or two points um, to where we false, where we where we fool Ohio State into thinking they can throw ninety on us. And then all of a sudden, we play the best game of our lives that day to get into the Big Ten title game. Dear Lord, please let us beat teams like Rutgers because they are super hard now to beat. Um, let's see, who else? Any high school teams out there that maybe we should be worried about? Oh, oh, dear football God, 
Don't let Shea Patterson anywhere near that field again. And please heal. Actually, this goes out to real God. Please heal Dylan McCaffrey. And please, 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 please let our offensive line protect him. Let him learn how to slide. Let him do a lot of different things so his skinny little ass doesn't die out on that football field. Dear Jesus, Lord, please take care of him. Amen. Now back to you, football Jesus. Uh, just take care of him, please. I'm getting tired of watching my team look like Dookie. I'm tired of wondering how good it must feel to be an Alabama fan. I just, I just want to know what it feels like to have a have my team show up and not totally question if they're going to look like dickholes. You know, like they're just totally not going to show up or even try and play like they care. That's all I want. I just want a football team that cares. That's it. Win, lose, or draw, that's all I want. I want them to care. And I want them to play to their ability. And they're not doing it. So I don't know if it's Harbaugh or what, but dear football God, just let something happen. <sighs> that's about it, guys. You know? So, um, yeah. It's... Well, it's something. It's uh, like I always say, you know. I say something that's positive about Michigan football at this point in time. I know I do. Uh, but something inside of me doesn't want to say it. I know I may be wishy-washy or I don't support the team. Oh, yeah, that was, here, listen, there's another thing that was so irritating. Is I, I, I try not to read any of these fan sites, you know, because... I mean, they're negative to a point that even I can't get to, right? Or they're so blindly supportive, you just you want to throw up all over their their ridiculousness. Um, and one of them said, "Shay Patterson and the boys have heard what you guys have said, and they don't care." Well, they better start caring because they're playing like shit. If he knows that we dislike him, well, he's doing a great job to dispel that. Like He's really uh, turning down the hatred with how good he's doing. Are you sure Shea Patterson can hear us with his head so firmly up his own butt when it comes to his performance, remind you, not as a person. As a person, I'm sure he's a great, great upstanding person. And I, I think he reads to blind people. I, that's I'm, maybe a rumor, but I, that's what I've been told. He reads to blind people. Yeah. And he pushes fat people in carts. That's how nice he is. That's how nice he is. He, he, he finds fat people. He puts them in carts and he pushes them to their nearest destination so they can get more donuts and uh, more lard to eat and rub all over their stupid fat faces. And I really do believe that those are most of the people who really just blindly support this idiot. I mean, in performance only. But, I mean, how can you hate somebody as a person who reads to blind people and pushes fat people in carts? Uh, you know, that's just what a great guy he is. So, um, yeah, guys, it's it's something to be a Michigan Wolverine. I mean, I don't know, you know, what can I say? I'm just some guy sitting here on a couch speaking into a speaker, you know, in my underwear. Well, I, what do I know about football? But uh, it or, yeah, it's something. Hey, this was the Michigan Maniac Podcast. You know, I am Adam Brewer, and um, 
yeah, you know, guys, uh, forever and always, guys, go blue.